Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. It is me, Tom Hamlet, and we have a very exciting episode today, our first crossover episode with uh, a podcast we are friendly with. I'm not going to get to that just yet. Before we do that, I just want to bring in my co-host. She is here with me, per usual, uh, Kix. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm working on intros. What do you mean? Like when I come in, when you ask me, hey, it's Kix. Oh, right. I'm like trying to play some intro um, different vibes, different aesthetics. Okay, <laughs> I'm into it. And hello was, was your choice. <laughs> it just popped into my head. <laughs> it's probably not the best one. Um, a little behind the scenes today. We were about to start recording and my dog peed all over my rug. So uh, that, that we yes. might be entering into this uh, podcast with a bit of a frantic anger. Um, I also have wet feet. So. <laughs> okay, Kix is sitting on a top, a top the pee. <laughs> But um, no need to talk about that anymore. Um, Once again, like I said, we are doing a crossover episode today. So we're not going to be doing any recaps today. Usually Wednesdays would be our Real Housewives of Potomac recap. You can look for on Friday a recap of both Potomac and The Bachelorette. We just wanted to do a little kind of deep dive on a different genre of reality we haven't really got into. And this podcast does just that. Uh, It is called Escaping Reality. And uh, they just started. Uh, it's a group of friends who wanted to escape the dumpster fire that is 2020, which that's what we're doing too. I hear that. Hear that. And uh, the best way they knew how was to watch reality TV, specifically uh, reality competition shows. So the four co-hosts, Nick, Aggie, Stacy, and Anna, are currently working their way through all 40 seasons. Oh my God. That's a lot, right? That's a <clears throat> shit ton. Sometimes I forget how many seasons Survivor is and then when it- like last all-star season where it's like happy 40th i'm like yeah it's a lot many years well, so yeah so they're doing for all 40 seasons of the of survivor right now starting from the very beginning um you can expect uh, every episode is a new season which is like a fun way to recap and uh, escaping reality is available on both spotify and apple podcasts plus make sure to follow them on instagram at escaping reality pod and on twitter at uh esc like escape uh reality pod and uh, we have half of the crew from that beloved podcast, uh, Nick and Aggie, and uh, they are here right now. They can start talking now. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, we're good. We're Just good. lovely. <laughs> it's Monday. We record on a Monday. Look behind the curtain. Right. Yeah. Well, peak. <laughs> and, and yeah, it is Monday and it's been a Monday, but we're yeah. so excited to be here. I feel that every time, every time we record on Monday, Tom's like, how are you? And I'm like, it's fucking Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. Meanwhile, my unemployed ass like does nothing on Mondays, except set up this set up this table with this yeah, recording this equipment. This is all I did today. Well, it looks I mean, great. Does it look okay, guys? Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Your support is welcomed and needed. Honestly, I mean, our setup is a laptop on a car table. So you guys are way crushing it. No, 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 no. Y'all, y'all are great. So um, once again, like I said, uh, we are doing a little like crossover episode, Escaping Reality. Um, wh- when do your episodes come out again? What day of the week? Mondays and Thursdays, I believe is the days we've decided on. Okay, great. Uh, we might not keep that schedule long term, but right now it's Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, and each episode's a season. Each episode's yeah. a season. So yeah, they really like. Um, I listened to the, you guys have done... The season one of Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have technically recorded like twenty episodes. Um, yeah, they backlog. They were telling me Holy about that. Holy crap! I know. Yeah. 
We like started recording and really putting it together by the end of July. And so because like how it started and how it stemmed was we did like a survivor watch club with our friends because we were like, well, we're bored. What else are we going to do? That's such a good idea. Yeah. That sounds so, so fun. It's, it's easier so than a book club. because like, Oh, so much easier. And non not as committal, I think. Non-committal. Exactly. <laughs> survivor, if you commit to a book, you have to buy it. And then what if you don't read it? Right. And now you can't just bring the wine to book club. Like you can't just show up with wine and be like, here I am. I didn't read the book, but I have food. Like it's all virtual. So right, you have right. to read the book. That's too much. Famously, food. famously Kix and I were a part of a book club in like the height of quarantine when New mm-hmm. York, we weren't leaving. And um, so everyone in the book club was like reaching out to people in their like friend circles. We had a cool group. It was like people, yeah. not everyone knew each other. It was like some people, some writers from uh, Psych. And then there was also some... F- old friends of mine from Texas and then some friends of hers. It was a great group. And then <laughs> there was, we like had like such, we, we talked about the books, but most of it was just like drinking and being like, so do you think Amy Adams would play this character? <laughs> but it was cool. It was cool because there was like people from eight different, I think it, we got to a point where it was like eight different states. Yeah. Wait, so but it was like pretty epic. Right. Wait, no, it was epic, but we had, we had, one of the people brought this guy on and we read the book, Normal People. And oh my God, I forgot about this. Yes, so we brought him on and we read the book. Did you guys read Normal People or watch the show? Um, I have, I've read the book and then my friends watched the show. They loved okay. it. It's yeah, it was- so I did not love the book. And but- I would also say that the majority of the people on the call didn't love the book and this guy (laughs) this poor straight man logs on to this book club that he knows no one in and this is everyone else is gay or um uh, a female and and they uh he he comes on and he's like going into these deep he's like like saying all these deep quotes and everything and, and like he can just see our feet like first of all our faces because we didn't like the book we were just like uh and then also on top of that like we'd be like, okay, can I go next? And then we'd be like, I just really thought that that guy was like hot. It was like a hot. <laughs> well, he's yeah. like giving. He's like using all these large words and be like, well, what I thought when so and so and so and so had this dialogue and like would read a quote and we're like, and then he never showed up for book club again. <laughs> he, he was for like intellectual book club, and you were like, yeah, yeah. and like hang out with my friends, with the right? Guy book. Right. I don't think I've ever been in a book club that actually turned into like fully intellectual book club. It was mostly like, mm. like yeah, I mean, right. that's the book club we all want. Yeah, what did you exactly. say, Aggie? Did you ask? Did you say something? Oh, I was just saying like when I did book club, the only books where we books where we talked about the book, like clubs where we talked about the book, was when it was like about a serial killer or like mm-hmm. a psycho murder one. Naturally. Right. <laughs> yes. No, I get it. Not like, light-hearted reading. Light-hearted reading. We read this book about Ted Bundy and book club went for like four hours. And I was like, yeah. what's wrong with that? Yeah, I know. It's like Tom and I and our mother sitting around talking about the sex scenes from the book, which is weird. So <laughs> That's all we talked When we, we read really Normal did. People, the, exclusively the only feedback we had was about the sex. Go off. I mean, to be clear, like me and my mom went to go see the second Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Fab, love it. It was like mother-son bonding. <laughs> our, wait, so our first book we did was uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, which I don't know oh, if you guys have read that. That book is it's my everything. I love it, but I have oh, one critique of it, and that is that it's not written by a gay man because the two gays are just like 
as some it's written by someone who's never had anal because like the two gays are just like <laughs> when they're in the they're just like we just like I, yeah they're like oh we we're just at a dance you want to go fuck me in the ass like out in the garden it's like n- in no world is this motherfucker ready to put a penis in his butt and i'm like only a gay would know how to write that in like like the realisticness of what needs to happen in the barn hooking up and I'm like okay yeah. you just use spit to go into a barn. I know and I, you know shout out to those that like that because I, I know there are people in my life that enjoy sex that way but not for me I need like, some I need some things you need <laughs> some preparation also yeah. like it's just playing like polo like the horseback yes. ride yes. that, yuck, yuck, that yuck. back door was not prepared to go no ready to and also go. the prince was the bottom which was also another level of like confusion I to me that, yeah it's hot though yeah the idea of like topping a prince that that is hot i get that okay speaking of mom and dad <laughs> hey guys thanks for listening to the pod this week uh, you know we are not here to talk about books so i like or to trans sex. or butt <laughs> sex we can get back to butt sex if we need to but um yeah you never know, you never know. um so every uh, podcast every episode we open with this question to our guests and um, that question is what reality tv made you realize that the lowbrow was your brow so um kicks and eyes um answer to that mine was flavor of love and kicks was america's next top model and um so that's but also it can be anything um it, there's no parameters on what that means for you we've had everything from the what simple are, life the simple to life to yeah some oh weird what was olivia's it was t- like a man voice oh the fabulous, the fabulous life. life so <laughs> loved that yeah so so, so the possibilities are endless yeah so um take a moment and uh either of y'all take it away when you're ready to answer that question i'll go first so i i listened to y'all's first podcast and i was like i mean i've been listening to don't worry I've, i'm an actor. okay listener. there's been a lot of content it's okay it's okay <laughs> no but the first episode you guys talked about like being those VH1 kids watching all those reality shows and like I've never related to anything more because me and my sister would just sit and watch VH1 reality shows or MTV reality shows like those Mm -hmm. two TV stations nonstop. and I remember very distinctly there is this one reality competition show and it's called That 70s House oh my god I do not know this oh I don't know this it is such a deep cut but, and like, sometimes I think it's a figment of my imagination until- I really hope it is. One <laughs> person in my life- pipe dream. Right? I like talked to my sister. I was like, do you remember the show? She's like, barely. I was like, I remember it distinctly. It was this group of like college age kids and they lived in a house and it was, they had to act like they were in the seventies and all their challenges would be about like being in the seventies and randomly throughout the night, the hustle would come on. And if they didn't get out of bed to dance the hustle, they would be kicked out of the 70s house. Nick, it's coming back to me. I've never heard of that. No, I'm serious. It's coming back to me because it, because it was like the end of that 70s show. The reason yeah. it, because that 70s show was so big, which I, I was not, I did not a viewer of that 70s show. I know the players, I either, but. Yeah. I do think though, for me, you explaining this and me having literally no idea what you're talking about it, it sounds like it's like a post-apocalyptic like novel <laughs> in like the hunger games world it does completely or like a jordan peele movie or something like <laughs> yes. yeah, no yeah 100 i try and explain this to people and and there's this other one too it's called scream queens not the ryan murphy show no i know movie. i know the show you're talking about i know that one 
it was great. And I just remember those two distinctly like turned me into the reality TV show junkie. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, nobody else in the world cares about these, but I right. care so hard about them. Right. And I was like, I am so invested. It's like Tom and I feel that way about this show called Bridal Plasty. It's like no one watches it. No one's heard of it. Okay, except so our friends. wait, have you heard of the show? If not, it's not no. a big deal. So okay, so grab on to your, uh, your loins of you seatbelts, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> grab on to your Aggie. And <laughs> okay, so, are, are, I know that neither, I know that Aggie's not a Housewives person. Nick, do you watch Housewives or know Housewives World at all? It's not a big deal if you don't. I listened to Wendy Williams recap the house. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Wait, Nick went on Wendy a week after I, I went on Wendy. Oh, like, like right before and, the and listener and listeners. When I say I went on Wendy, I was not a guest on Wendy. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I realized I led. I led that with like, oh my god, Nick, you were on Wendy right after me. <laughs> I mean, I was a guest. My you favorite. were you were featured a lot. Our PR I, people booked you guys at the same time. Congrats. <laughs> no, but right? I was an Ask Wendy person, yes. and my segment has like over eighty thousand views on yeah. YouTube. Okay, work. It's about a, one of my dates who made out with his dog and then tried to make out <gasps> with me. Yeah, it was bad. Fun fact: that guy saw the episode, texted me, and I just didn't respond because Nick, I like, no, no. I was like, holy god. I. I just like blocked his number and I haven't, I, I can't, I just don't. Oh my God. I cannot wait. So we're going to do, we, we do a lot of detours on here, which I, I am sure is okay. So oh, let's, let's talk Wendy Williams for a moment. Oh wait, my God. We wait. were talking about bridal plasty though. Wait, no. Okay. I'm going to say. Yeah. We detour <laughs> hard left to a different yeah. place, but it's okay. Let's, let's not do Wendy. We'll just go to bridal plasty. Yeah. <laughs> That's another episode. It's another episode. Everyone, I, yeah, I can tell my Wendy story later, but. All I have to say about Wendy is the hype people there really get you feeling like you um, are on drugs. Uh, so, yeah. uh, <laughs> bridal plasty. So, so Terry Dubrow, who was married to Heather Dubrow, who she was a Real Housewife of Orange County. This was before um, Heather was on Real Housewives of Orange County, like long before that. Terry is one half of the the botched show. You know what botched is with on E, on e where people come in with like crazy nose jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Terry, so this show called Bridoplasty, it was like eight women. And the, the point of the show is you got your dream wedding, um, at the end of the show, the last person standing, but it is a real, but, it is, is a reality competition show. It is, this is on brand. Yeah. So you guys should watch it. Um, so, but what happens is on their way there is not only are they putting together their dream wedding, they're putting together their dream wedding body. So every surgeries. week, they, if you are the winner of that challenge, you get the plastic surgery of your choice. And whether that is nose jobs, boob jobs, liposuction, like anything you want. But like, so sometimes if you win challenges, you get, like if it's a group challenge and everyone, there's only one loser instead of one winner, all the winners get like a Botox party. Yes. And so there are women that like will go like week one, you'll win, you get your boobs done. And then you go to like a medical room. Like there's a room, there's a floor of the hotel they're in or the house they're in where like, it's like, it's a hospital. Like there are people like laying in beds with their like tits wrapped up. Like there are people that will show up to a challenge and they're pushing them in a wheelchair. Like they're pushing them in a wheelchair because they like can't stand because of their boobs getting done. This is real. This so, is a real show. Of course, there was only one season because I'm sure they did it. <laughs> I'm sure they did it. They were like, oh, shit. Yeah, so only one season. And um, 
it's worth the watch. It's not on streaming. You have to purchase it, but I'll. It, it's worth the purchase. It's. Honestly, it's. I'm down. I'm down. It is psychotic. Insane. Like you've convinced. It would be a good like Halloween activity where you get like instead of having a Halloween party, you just buy the <laughs> the whole season and just watch it and drink all day. <laughs> that just sounds like a Sunday to me, but it doesn't need to be on Halloween. <laughs> well, we could make it Halloween themed because yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I right? guess Halloween makes the drinking better. Like it's or, like, and you yeah. can dress up as a, <laughs> a pl- as a plastic surgeon. I don't know. <laughs> but so yeah, Terry Dubrow was the doctor on it. It's it's crazy, worth a watch. Everyone check it out. Um, but wound. yeah, I'm wound. Yeah. I'm well, Aggie, it's your turn. What's what's oh, with your okay. show? Okay, so. I think that like got me into reality TV. So I come from a different side in that my parents didn't have, we didn't have cable. And I like was basically banned from MTV and VH1. They were like, it's too like, I don't know what they were thinking. Um, (laughs) It's honestly, (laughs) your parents are good for that. Yeah. They were so nice, but also you felt very out of the loop in high school. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like yeah, people were talking uh-huh. about next and stuff. And I, you would watch it like secretly at someone's house at a sleepover. Sleepovers, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, like every time. But um, I think for me, the show that like, because I'm very much mostly reality competition. I will watch that Real Housewives of New York, Tom. Love the Real Housewives of New York. But everyone else, it's like, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not judging you. Like, there are just too many of them. There's too many to keep up with, too, now. Like, there's so many versions of The Real Housewives now. There are. I do watch all of them. Oh, I, I, I got that from your podcast. I was like, oh, Tom watches all of them, and I love that. It's his full-time job, right? Like, that's the full-time job. Yes. I mean, there's only usually around two to three on at the same time. And they're not on the same night. So, like, you know, it's... Right now, we're Sundays and Wednesdays, which we're not even cover. I'm not even watching one that's on right now. OC has gone off the rails, so like in terms of racism, so I'm not watching it. The Trump I've train. Heard, if you I've heard bad things, but okay. So for me, in terms of thinking, of, I was always really reality competition. I would say it was probably Top Chef, actually. Oh, um, amazing, amazing. Love, I love Top Chef. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love seasons one through eight. There's not a bad one in the bunch, and I could literally rewatch any season one through eight and pretend it's my first time like first time watching it I've never seen the exact food they've made even though I know exactly what they're gonna cook absolutely um, and I just Padma's a queen every time like when once she becomes the host you're like this is worth every minute of my time um so I think it was probably Top Chef and then I went like Project Runway America's Next Top Model that genre until America's Next Top Model got weird which was I I went a long way with America's Next Top Model I think oh, I went I've to- seen it. I've seen every season yes, I'm pointing and I stayed top. when it got weird and I I I don't even recommend going there like it's not good no I watched through the season after Niall DeMarco so I think I only missed two of them so the season so I think things actually got weird a little bit before before Niall when they were doing remember when they did like the social media like points where it was yeah. like they had people on yeah. Facebook rate their photos, but it was like logistically this makes actually no sense because how are you guys filming the show and getting live ratings on a photo when the show is airing like four months later? It just the whole thing didn't make any sense. Girls in the same and everyone was doing the photo shoot, just yeah. only some of it was airing. It was wild. And yes, then the yes. college edition, oh my God. The co- that was awful. So the, I actually say that the, the when VH1 
VH1 um, redid, they like rebooted it again. And so the first season was hosted by Rita Ora. And then the second one was hosted by Tyra. This was like in yeah, 2017 like- and 18. And um, those two actually were good. I liked those. Did you watch those? I don't think I did. I must have stopped when, because I didn't have access to it anymore. Cause it was on, it was on some other channel that I had a way to watch. And then yeah. when it went to VH1, VH1 has a vi- had a vice grip until it like merged with CBS. It had a vice right. grip on anything. And you, they were like, do you have cable? And I was like, no, cause I'm a college. Why would I have right. yes, cable? Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the, those two though, like if you need just like something dumb to put in the background, the, the last two seasons they did, I, I argue are, are good. They remind me of like earlier seasons. I love my favorite season of America's Sex Up Model. I actually really like there's three in a row. Oh no, there's one on either side of All Stars. When they finally do All Stars, it's such a letdown. Let me just oh, yeah, it bad. I, oh, like, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna go on record and say All Stars is bad. Lisa, come for me. Um, well, also but, the All Stars thing with the drama with Angelique because Angelique won and then she couldn't win, so they had to refilm the finale months later. My bigger issue, Tom, is like, why didn't you pick Allison to win? If right. you're if Angelique Black. Oh. Allison should have won the whole time. Why is Lisa the winner? I can't. I can't. What a letdown. What a roller coaster of emotions we went on in the last three episodes. Lisa, Lisa is not welcome on this podcast. She's a lot. I love oh God, Are you guys going to do ANTM? We're like trying to think. I mean, we're still, we just finished season 22 of Survivor. So like we still have a long way to go with Survivor. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, what do we pick next? Because yeah, we've I'm gone like, back and forth. It's going to be an interesting transition for us to go from a game-based show to like right. I'm pushing for the challenge. Okay, okay, wait, this, wait, can we pause on that? Because this is a great yeah. transition <laughs> to our next segment. Before we um, go to our next segment, I just want to say um, we're going to take a little break and uh, sponsors will happen, even though they probably don't exist yet. Um, but I like to put out into the world that sponsors exist and that break for them will be uh, right now. We'll come back in one second. Okay. And we are back. Woo, Aggie, great. Nick, how was that break? What'd you do? So much. Um, you know, smoked a cigarette. Walked mm. outside. Oh, Siggy, love. Do you smoke cigarettes? No, I don't. <laughs> Like, that was know. such a mood, Nick. Like, uh, you know, took a little cigarette break. Like, you never have a cigarette break. <laughs> like, Nick now- got really straight. Nick was like, yeah, yeah, but to go you know, smoke a cigarette. I, okay, I mean, this is not about reality TV, but like gay man to gay man, like you have a gay, or a straight voice, right, that you put on? I like don't yeah, even really. did it. Yeah, yeah, but I don't really you do that much anymore. Do you think you so? Jokingly, uh, like, never serious. I don't think. I, I, I think probably if, you, if there was like a, a, a a hot mic on me when I'm home in Texas. Like you could yeah. probably catch me like ordering a margarita at the bar at right. Not really. See, I put one on at work all the time and not to like talk to other employees, but I do with like parents sometime in my work or like mm-hmm. other like people outside my company. And so I'll call them like, hi, uh, this is Mr. Jason calling. Um <laughs> I said you wanted to get back to you about your email that I got. Because I get nervous. Like I don't I do with like different types of families hey, like, that oh, voice yeah. is so sexy <laughs> oh, thank you i really i mean it could be my straight voice it could also be my top voice like yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like whatever's aren't, happening isn't, aren't those the same though 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Aggie is sitting here just like mortified by everything I'm saying. She's like, what? <laughs> I, before that I'm upset, I don't have anything to add. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't relate to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, something you can relate to is what we wrapped up uh, uh, talking about was the challenge. So the next, the next segment, we're not recapping any shows right here today, which is where we would usually what we what we would usually do in this part. So I wrote down a couple of shows and uh, um, I'm just going to say the show and then we're just going to have a little conversation about maybe what characters we love. I say characters because they are characters to me, like like oh, the people cool. on these shows. Yeah. The characters we love, the seasons we love, the seasons we don't like, just kind of that sort of uh, conversation. So the first one I actually had written down was uh, The Challenge. So my journey with The Challenge, once again, I didn't watch MTV at all when I was a kid. So um, I ran out of shows to watch in quarantine and I was like, I've always wanted to watch the challenge because they always used to show ads for it after drag race. So, yeah. So once again, I missed some earlier stuff, but, um, I mean, it's pretty easy to get what's happened on the challenge, but so the, so the challenge rivals too. this is my first season and I just kind of picked it out of nowhere and so happy I did because I wrote it down. It's my favorite one I actually have watched. And I don't know if that was because it was my first one, but it has one of the most iconic ends to a challenge and that is so what they do is they pair up cast members that have hated each other because of other things in the past and so they pair up johnny bananas and this woman named oh my god i'm forgetting sarah right sarah Sarah. i know exactly what you're talking about so what happens is rivals two or not but yeah no so rivals three excuse me rivals three Mm -hmm. johnny bananas is paired with this woman sarah and sarah wronged johnny bananas a couple seasons prior by throwing him into like the uh, they call it different things every time but essentially like the elimination round she threw him into Mm -hmm. that when she when he thought that he was good with her and so they like have hated each other ever since so they go through this whole storyline the storyline is actually like it's like touching like they literally like almost fall in love with each other like they become they, best friends. Best friends. They are winning every 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 challenge. They are winning. Like they never get put in the bottom. So at the beginning of the final challenge, um, TJ is like, wait, TJ, right? Yeah, TJ. TJ yeah. yeah, we love TJ. Who I think needs to. He's a little sleepy for me, but <laughs> <laughs> he's always like, "Hello, this is the challenge." Behind oh, me, there's behind me there is a fire pit, and you might die in it. Uh, good luck. But that's also because he's literally, I think he came from like motocross. Yes, he's a motocross guy. Yeah. Like literally he was like, MTV was like, here, would you like a job? And he's like, yes. And then he's still doing it 37 seasons. Right. Like, he's the host. So. Yes. The host. He's the Got Jeff. Probe. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's the Jeff probe. But we can't even, we can't I'm even say, say he's the careful. Jeff probes because he's not close to the quality we have with Jeff probes. No, no. You get yeah. no commentary on the challenge. No, you no, no, no. Commentary on whether or not he likes the players. Right, right, right. Um, so at the final challenge, TJ is like, okay guys, um, for this final challenge, I know you've been competing this whole season in pairs, but you'll collect points through every round of this challenge. And the team member with the most points in your pair can choose if they want to take a million dollars or split the million with you. So guess what fucking happens? Johnny Bananas and Sarah get to the end. They win the challenge by a landslide. Sarah, Johnny does this whole speech about how he's like so happy that they were able to squash their beef. He loves Mm -hmm. her and he's like, but I have to take the money. Oh my god. So she did this whole show for nothing. Like truly for nothing. She walked, she won and walked away with zero. 
It's the most savage thing they've ever done. Yeah. Fucking savage. I was in shock. I just want to say something. Johnny Bananas is pretty and iconic reality tv name like it is have you seen his dick pic no i haven't seen it but apparently oh, apparently <laughs> it's so out there nick got very excited i'm gonna look it up right I'm now googling it right now. <laughs> no no i haven't seen it either but i have a friend who watches the challenge and they're like you've seen his dick right and i'm like no i haven't i love oh that that's God. the first question like, like violet tchotchke too it's, it's like the Violet yeah. Tchotchke has a porn. So many drag race girls have detox. porn. Detox. Yeah. It's like, you your dick? <laughs> yeah. I mean, make your, make your coin. But I so mean, was my, that was my spiel on the challenge. I'm actually currently watching um, season 35, the one that just um, aired. Total madness. Total madness. So I'm in the middle of that right now. And by the middle, I mean, I'm on like episode three. Um, <laughs> and then uh, they, I, I know that they just finished filming season 36. I've heard the cast for season 36 is lit. So I'm yeah, very. Excited. I saw the cast. So I'm going to say my favorite people are Anissa, I love. Oh, good choice. Great um, choice. I also I love Ashley. I know she kind of sucks, but like she's so freaking funny. She is TV gold. Like I have, when I like watch competition shows, I always like pick somebody that I'm like, oh, I want you to win. And then I pick somebody that I'm like, you're yes. just television gold. Nick, like, you, you are. Me. That's exactly what that was for me. Like, you're annoying, and I hate you. Like, that's why I thought about the Johnny and Sarah thing. I was yeah. like, my God, that sucks for you, but damn, that is TV gold. Like, that is, mwah, loved yeah. it. That's this. Well, then I also love, here, let me just run through my other faves and least faves, and then y'all can spiel on it. So I, I love CT, love Ashley, love Anissa, love Jordan and Tori, and love Davon, just because I love Big Brother and she came on to the challenge. Wait, so, okay, y'all take it away with, like, the seasons you got into it, your faves, all that stuff. Well, I watched probably, I don't know from the beginning, but, like, very early on. My, I grew up with two older sisters who always watched uh, MTV Real World, so that was always on the background. Like, I remember watching Real World all the time. And so then the challenge started, and we, I would just watch with them. And, like, mind you, I was probably only, like, six or seven watching these shows. Like, I was a baby watching these, so I should not have been. So I watched them probably from the beginning, but I love the rival seasons. All of them are just so good because pinning two people together who absolutely hate each other is my everything. Okay. It's so good. Um, who are, like, your favorite players? Probably Anissa, too. Anissa's just a queen. And she's just, like, yeah, she's there great. to win money. And she never can get there. And I feel so <laughs> oh bad God. for her. Look up Anissa, kids. You'd love okay, her. She's she's everything. I like that. Spoiler alert, she always does a medium to bad on the season. Yeah, it's either she's going to do great and then get cut off right at the end, or she's going to go home first. There's It's just, like, that's yeah. her. Um, I love Johnny Bananas simply because he is great TV. He's yeah. a dick. But, like, he's so much fun to watch because you're, like, you're a dick, but you, like, are just a dick to be a dick. And that's fun for me. Um, I also love Demi. I think that's her name. DM. Oh, DM. DM. She yeah. was an early player. Yeah, Wait, I met her. So that actually is how I got into the challenge. Yeah. Okay, so good. Wait. my really good friend, Kristen, um, who I was roommates with probably, like, five years ago, at the time, she was like, you need to watch the challenge. I had watched zero episodes of the challenge. And she goes, you're going to love it because of DM and CT's love. And I was like, I'm sorry, I need. Oh, I is know. DM the one that's RAP? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. So literally, Kristen started me on the challenge by showing me YouTube clips of them falling in love from the challenge. So we didn't even watch the challenge. She was like, you need to talk about this. Like, you need to watch this. And then she's like, we're going to watch Battle of the Exes 1 because that's where they were paired together and they basically re-fall in love and then win, I think. Yeah. And then they win together and then they get back together and she gets cancer and dies, like, in real life. And he, they like... had a kid together, right, too? No, he had a kid with someone else after DM died, but, like, uh-huh. every year on DM's birthday, he, like, raises money for her, like, cancer foundation, like... It was the most beautiful story I've ever heard in my whole life. So obviously I started at Battle of the Exes and then I went back and caught like, cause I think Rivals 1 is before that. So we then went after we watched Battle of the Exes 1, we went back to Rivals 1 and I have watched every season since. Like we started at Rivals 1, went back and rewatched all the old ones and then I'm caught up. Um, so DM and CT are like top. When CT came back in the recent seasons and he wasn't the CT from... I yeah i see so that's I the only like, ct i know like i've I, seen the clips of him him. before that's, that's the beauty of ct like you still love him but you're like what happened where's like 22 year old ct who picks johnny bananas up like a backpack in an elimination challenge and just throws him out of the circle like right and now he's like full dad bod and like full just making and making dad jokes like he's in also Literally. like i still like would slap it yeah. Oh, oh my. For Are sure. you kidding? No questions asked. You wouldn't even need to ask the question. I'd be like, yeah, oh, no, he's hot. He's yeah. so hot. Um, and so I love CT. I loved DM in like the old school players. Okay. I am a bit Johnny bananas Stan. It's like problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally- no, it's fine. I'm not judging you for it. He just like, I, the first, my you first time meeting him was when he yeah. fucked up, you know? Yeah, yeah, it sucks that that was your first taste of Johnny Bananas because it did put like a bad taste in my mouth for Johnny Bananas for like four seasons. And then in Total Madness, I was like back on Johnny Bananas team. Like the last three seasons, I was like, yeah, you were, it was not cool, but like I still like you. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, for my like TV gold, it's Bear. Oh, I think you Bear, like Bear? <laughs> hilarious. To be clear, He's not good at any of the challenges. And Devin from Are You The One made really good challenge TV because he, like, wasn't that good at the challenges. Yeah, but he's, like, he's mean. He's supposed to be in the new season, too. I can't wait. Bring him back. Also, he had, like, a full moment in Rivals 3 with Cheyenne where he was like, I can't even believe we got here. I'm so happy we've become friends. And then he actually split the money, unlike Johnny Bananas. And I was like, yes, go off, Devin. That season with Cheyenne, it's crazy how he makes it so far because... They lost every time. They actually got eliminated and then had to come back because someone got disqualified. <laughs> and you were like, yes, I knew I wanted you here. But yeah, my TV gold is Bear. Never right. does anyone give a better commentary than Bear on what's going on. You're like, Bear, you don't even know what's going on. And he's like, I, I, I do like Bear. He's crazy. <laughs> he, he, should be on, he should be on Love Island. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Honestly, it just gets wild when they bring in the UK people because it throws a whole new dynamic in the game because up until that point, it had only been real world people and it was mostly people who'd played before. Yeah. So they bring in a whole crop of UK people. I think it and was like- They don't like, know how to play the game. They, they can't play the game. They don't right. know what they're playing. <laughs> but then also like there's enough of them that they can kind of have an alliance and mm-hmm. like be successful. Like it wasn't like when they, they brought Jay from Survivor over. Like when they bring Jay from Survivor over, he's alone. He's a one man. Well, yeah, so don't spoil that, his journey, because that's where I'm at right now. I won't tell you. Do you remember Jay from Survivor? No, what season was he on? He was on the season, he was on the season, which one? 
millennials gen x i think you are nailing our transitions on this episode because survivor was the next on my list oh my god let's move to survivor so survivor um so a quick background for kicks and i on survivor yeah we pretty much have like the same journey we got into it late yeah we're both kind of new to survivor as of like i would say like three years ago maybe Maybe a little longer than that a little longer um we started watching it in my partner and I, he also loves it. Like we're just hooked as a group. And so then, I don't know. We just love it so much that we've watched almost every single season. Yeah. So we went back. So we, we watched maybe like season 36 or five, five maybe. Yeah. Um, and then we fell in love and then we went back and watched most seasons. The only seasons I have not seen are, I haven't seen seasons like one through eight. Okay, there's like some gems in there. Yeah, no, I need to go back and yes, do it. Definitely. The problem is like I, it's like a, I know the show is so different than like Immunity Idols don't exist. There's like mm-hmm. so many other things. So I just need to like sit down and get back into that really, version yeah. of the show. I so. mean, there's really like iconic players from that early. That yeah. You, you know, I, because you've seen the later seasons where they come back. In seasons one through eight, it's like when you get like Rupert and the introduction mm-hmm. of Austin Rob. Yeah, and yeah. Sandra. Yule. And like, and Yule. Sandra. Yeah. Yule oh. come after no, Yule, yeah, Yule's oh. later. Oh, Yule Yule's like, Bob's favorite season. Yeah, so Yule's so Aggie and I's favorite season is the problematic Yule. season, which oh. is the race war. Race well, they didn't wars. call it race wars, but that's what they it was. Everybody did. calls it race wars, though. No, so like, if you, you don't that, know, right? Is so, is that Cook Islands? Yes, right. Cook Islands, oh. but like the fans and like the critics of Survivor have coined it as like Survivor race wars, which yeah. is terrible. But also, it's an amazing season, and yeah. oh, all the destroy the white people. Yeah. So, yeah, for so- those that have not watched uh, that season, what happens is, is for some fucking reason, Survivor <laughs> producers decided to split them up into tribes, four tribes, which is like the first time they ever had four tribes, and the tribes were uh, black people, a Latinx people, mm-hmm. um, Asian people, <laughs> white people, and they're like, okay, go against each other. <laughs> And the, so spoiler, alert, spoiler alert the white people are awful and i'll go alliance, and they're like we'll bring in one uh minority and it'll be a black man and that'll be it and it's like yeah. this is this it's is awful bad. but we get we get great characters out of that season yeah, we get ozzy parvati yeah and um you all is there who i love Penner, I, I do love pinner Love Penner. Speaking of dick pics, Ozzy has a porn out there. Just letting you know. Great. Can we? That's where we'll take a break. I'm gonna go watch that porn, Our and we'll come back. Today and- <laughs> is Ozzy's porn. Yep. Perfect. You're welcome. That's, that's a shock, Nick. You really. I'm. I'm. Well. Wow. Okay. So some of my favorite winners. I don't know if I can. I feel like I'm spoiling. Both seen winners at war. So, so we know we, all we the know winners from winners, winners at war. That's true. That's true. Okay. So go ahead. Who, who are your favorite- faves? player and winner of all time is natalie oh every season she just comes literally from the bottom to the top immediately like she struggles and puts her whole heart and soul into the game that like it's just so she's so good and it's not necessarily like good television for the drama she's like good television because it's like fucking iconic and powerful I just love her so much. There's so many, the thing I love so much about Survivor is that you genuinely like feel so deeply for these people. 
because mm-hmm. you see them at like their literal worst <laughs> and like their literal best. And it's just such a good show. It's so good. It's the perfect reality show. It's so good. I love it. Because oh. there, you do get like the drama and the crush, like people having crushes on each other and things like that. But mostly it's like, it, I don't know. It just feels more like pure and like wholesome, I guess. Yeah. But do you have any other faves? I love Tyson. <gasps> Save! Uh, oh my God. Tyson okay. in this house. We stand we Tyson. And Nick so doesn't much. get it. Nick doesn't get uh, it. So, uh, what? Okay, no, so here's the tea. Tyson has played only twice now. We haven't gotten to his winning season. We watched Token Sheens and Heroes versus Villains. And he is a bad player in those two seasons. He's not good in Heroes versus Villains. Token Sheens, I didn't mind him yeah. on, I don't think. Yeah. But he was kind of a dick. Like, to be honest, like, he was yeah, really and just like mean which is like fine no i like that like, though I'm, I'm into that i mean like aggie <laughs> built him up to be like the greatest survivor player you and haven't I, seen his winning season i can't talk that's the thing like i'm like from what i've seen he has a lot to prove to earn my love and respect i'm sorry his speech to coach in heroes versus villains about not wearing feathers to tribal is like oh he's good so important to me uh He's like, stop wearing feathers to tribal. Stop telling your stories. No one believes them, even if they're true. Like, he's yeah. iconic. Well, good, news, good news, Nick. There's about 3,000 other people that have played Survivor to oh, choose from for yes, your face. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, me and Aggie have very different types of players that we like on Survivor. Like, she likes a person who is great in the competitions and goes for it and is strong and mm-hmm. is always a front runner. I'm always the person who is dramatic, is making good TV, and is probably shouldn't win, but for some reason gets there and wins. Yeah, that's and similar that's to... Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like our dynamic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Aggie wants... Aggie, you get me. Yeah, Aggie's rooting for like the Kelly, Olympic Kelly. gold medalist, and I'm like, I want the waitress from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me. Courtney is one of my favorite players ever. Don't even come for me like Wait, that. Courtney. Sorry, the, who's Courtney again? Like... At like platinum blonde girl from New York who clearly works in like a restaurant in the East Village. She's on China and Heroes versus Villains, and yes. she's as all anything. Yes. Can't do a single challenge. One of my favorite players ever. Yeah. One of my favorite players ever. I was like, she's got to win China, and then for some reason, Todd and Amanda. Oh, like because Todd was everything. You guys, well, you Amanda. saw. Oh, see, I don't like Todd. I don't either at all. Oh my god, he loves Todd. Todd is my know. favorite Survivor winner as of right now. Out of the 22 seasons we watched, Todd is my favorite winner. And that's our time, kids. Uh, this is <laughs> Dustin. And we're done. Okay. <laughs> he's not my favorite player, but like he's my favorite winner simply because like... You're into him? No, he is <laughs> not. No. 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 Maybe, maybe a little. But like... Well, spoiler alert. Uh, Todd is gay. <laughs> he also dated Spencer from Token Jeans which is fun, but I, Todd. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, they dated. But Todd was just like a strong player from the beginning. And he was, I love that he was like a gay, strong player from the very beginning. And like, he brought fear into like the straight bros on the season. They were like, oh my God, wait, we have to be worried about Todd. What? And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, take it back. Yeah, I, I, you're convincing me a little bit. I, I, I don't hate him. He's just, he's just not nowhere near my tops. Also, I mean, he's not my tops. Not your top. no, he's no <laughs> we brought it back. We brought it back. Wait, say that again, Nick. 
I was like, he's nowhere near being a top either. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, my fave, my uh, my uh, some of my faves were, I mean, Parvati is a oh. gay icon, obviously. Gay Tyson, icon. Tyson, I wrote that down. He's one of my faves. Love Zeke. I I feel like Zeke deserves another season. Um, because think, his last so, definitely his last season, I feel like was tainted by everything that happened with him being out as a trans man. It's, it, it's a mess and he was such a good player and I think that that ruined his game like mm-hmm. in front of the camera and behind the camera I think I think they're both sides of the, like I think that the producers then wanted to turn the whole storyline about his trans identity which then made it impossible for him to play any sort of game that season I think he deserves to come back and win I think he's so talented I think he's such a good survivor player and then my last one is Queen Stays Queen, Sandra. Oh, Sandra's the best. <laughs> if you meet someone and they say they don't stand Sandra, that's not a person you want to stay friends no, with. No, I agree. What, what about y'all? What are some of the other ones we, maybe we haven't mentioned yet? Um, I love Todd for everything. Um, Parv, of course, like you said, gay icon, 100%. I stand Boston Rob, and I, I don't know why, but I do. No, I, I, I like him a lot, yeah, too. same. But it's just like weird that I do because he's like the straight bro white guy. <laughs> and I shouldn't stand that. But for some reason, I'm like, oh, love him. He's a white guy who gets a pass in my eye. Yeah. But, yeah, too. yeah. And then Sue Hawk from she was in Borneo season one. And then she was also in Survivor All-Stars season eight. Yeah. And she is an icon. <laughs> she is. She has this so strong midwestern accent and she gives this super dramatic speech about snakes versus rats and it's it's just iconic and she tells one of the final two she was like if i see you in passing i will kick you while you are down i will not give you water to drink and i will walk out all over you and i was like i've seen that i've seen that clip before i don't don't, i'm not familiar with sue unfortunately iconic not the best player, but just to watch. Uh, good television, yeah. Good TV. Oh, gosh. Um, my Again, my taste was wide and vast. I have a few favorite winners. I love Tyson. Um, I love Wendell. Um, but I think I'm more in, in love with Wendell, like him as a person, <laughs> than potentially his season. Yeah. Uh, I love Yule. I love Ethan from Africa. Like, oh, ugh, man, forever and always. Him. Love I love him. Ethan love so him. much. I love Ethan. He's also just like him and Yule are both just like good people. Absolutely. Like Yule going on season 40 to like raise awareness about Jonathan Penner's wife's ALS. Like I was like, go off, sir. You so, perfect angel baby. My only critique of winners winners at war, I felt that and I don't they couldn't have played differently. Like they can't they don't script the show. It's very organic. But the, the only thing that I really didn't like about the season in general was that old school players got kicked out like just all of them are gone and like those old school players besides like danny and kim pretty much everyone else i knew all the old school players like i'm familiar with all of their seasons and they were the ones that i was rooting for and then there was just so many people that like they're not bad players they've won the game but that i just didn't care about that were still there you know in the later and towards the end i mean i also I know that he's a little problematic. I know that he's blue lives matter, but like Tony is such a good game player. And like, I was rooting for Tony to win most of the season. No, you don't think so? I don't like Tony at all. I like, I like like him for the game. I just do. I think he's a smart game player. I think he's good at survivor. 
Yeah, I'm not saying I want to be his friend. I just, I have to throw respect on his name because like he (laughs) plays people so well. I think so too. And most of my favorite players are actually people who haven't won. Yeah. Mm Goddess divine. We do not deserve her. Talk about being good TV and good at the game. She's she's amazing. I want her on every season. Just come back. Like, please, I... No offense, and I love Rob. I love Rob. I love Sandra. But like, why wasn't Sari one of the people who was on Island of the Idols who like told them yeah. how to play Survivor? I was like, That's I get it. She had for all these things, though. I, I I get it. She didn't win, but like, she would have been hilarious. Like, well worth the watch. Yeah. So for I, those that don't know, Sari, so Sari had this like wild, this amazing storyline where she Jeff Probst talks about it on her seasons where she was the woman who like just needed to get up off the couch and like do it because she watched the show and she just on a whim applied for one season and got on that season and couldn't do anything in the challenges couldn't she was like dead weight and but by the end of the season she becomes like such this killer player game player because she learns that the game is so social and she knows how to use her words so well and so she keeps coming back on seasons and seasons and she is a genius at the social gameplay of Survivor. If you if you need to go back and watch a season, find seasons at Ceres and she's amazing. So yes. good. And biggest regret of Heroes versus Villains is that her and Sandra couldn't play together. Yeah. Like, yeah. They should have played together. They would have dominated the game and you wouldn't have known who to vote for because they would have both been the winner. I don't know. You would have had to split the money. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I love I love Ozzy. I love Tyson and I mm. love Coach. He's weird. <laughs> Coach, Coach is a uh, wh- what? A wild There's no one like him. And I, You're right. I started. You're right. I started token jeans, and I was like, I hate this person. I hate Coach, him. Like, Coach is like a character from Wet Hot American Summer to me. Like he literally is just this like, this like you can't write him. Like he's just no. this like weird like Zen straight out of the seventies. Like what's funny though is like so in some of the middle seasons of Survivor, it was really hard. Like. They casted it. They they recruited people. They didn't like people didn't submit to be on it. But Coach actually submitted to be on Survivor. He wasn't recruited, which I find like hysterical that they he got they got so lucky to have. I had no idea that was their casting process. Yeah. That they were recruiting. It's not all seasons, but in the middle. So yeah. we've done like obviously extensive research because for this podcast we're talking about every season. So we're like deep diving into like what was it like, um, and so there were a few seasons where out of like the 20 survivors, four of them were people who applied and the rest were people that were like farmed or cast through production. Like either like a friend of a friend or like some of them I think are friends of past players and things like that. Or it's like Jeff met them somewhere and like, it was like, you kind of vibe, like maybe you should be on the show. Um, Yeah. I've heard that before, but I don't know if it was Parvati or someone that's like a icon, a survivor icon was like, Jeff had to like call them and be like, will you please come on the show or something? I don't remember who it was, but yeah. yeah. But coach, they found in the wild. So that is like <laughs> yeah, yeah. who he is as a person. And that's just so important to me. And then I just, <laughs> <It's> no, <crazy. laughs> 
he's crazy. I, I love him so much. Like I've never enjoyed watching someone like hate. I went on a ride. I was like, I hate this person. And then when he got voted off, I was like, sad. I, I was mean, like, Oh no, coach is now on the jury and he can't be in the show. Let's just say it. Like he coined dragon slayer before game of Thrones ever was a fucking thing. He said it first. <laughs> and then, um, J.R. Martin stole it from him. I believe that's, yeah. that's I the think history. So. How it goes. It's how it works. <laughs> I mean, is there anything more iconic either than Parv talking about like, doesn't she call herself the Dragon Slayer because she like got rid of him and she's like yes. these are pet dragons and you're like go off Parv. Um, okay, so once again, Parv gay icon. So that brings me to our next one. Which speaking of gay icons, I want to kind of touch on Drag Race a little bit yes. um, because um. Drag Race is kind of I feel like right now kind of the definitive competition reality that has really like stepped up in the past not step it's always been good but yeah. has really been in the forefront of pop culture I would say in the past uh, couple of years you know yeah, I mean I've been so I've been watching Drag Race I started watching season one when I was like in high school when it was on so I have to butt in because so the reason I know about Drag Race is because Tom would like season one of drag race not <laughs> like all stars one like the first one he like grabbed my parents and i and was like you have to watch the show you have to watch the show it's so good and so we like watched it as a family maybe like a couple episodes not the whole season yeah. together but it was just so joyful and fun and nothing like we'd ever seen before well as a family we, we used to watch america's next top model live when it was on so i was like because it in the beginning especially it really was just a like joke of America's Next Top Model like that was like the, mm -hmm. the structure of it like it was it literally I, I mean I'm pretty sure RuPaul has just said this that it was like that was the structure of the show it was like photo shoot challenge runway challenge um and you know the lip sync for your life is like kind of equivalent to her holding your photos right. at the end and you know arguably like I know it's not being used anymore for the best but she male is a playoff yeah. Tyra male right yeah, so it's yeah. Like well, once again yeah. she male was eliminated because it is not politically correct or um, sensitive to the yeah, trans community yeah yeah but like he but the idea that rupaul created was like to imitate tyra male and the house is what they bring to the room but yeah so that's like why i got into it because i was like oh it's like Amer america's next top model and then i mean i've just been watching it ever since and i i still watch it i love it i my favorite my favorite queens probably are like i love alaska i love bob i love bianca i love raja i always say that my my drag moms would be Raja and Bianca because like, I would be like really mean, like, <laughs> but, but on top of me, I also have like really fun high fashion outfits. As soon as you said that, I was like, that fits mom's personality to it. Yeah. Oh my God. You think I'm mean? <laughs> but in like, a fun way that Bianca. No, no, I know. Yes. I'm kidding. I just call myself mean. I'm kidding. Who would y'all's drag mom be? Oh, okay. I would also, I would, oh, okay. I have, it's going to be controversial because you both can have three mommies. You can have more than two mommies. <laughs> so aesthetically, like visually, I would want Trixie to be my mom. Cause I would want to be over the top camp. I don't think I could pull off the fishy look. So I'd want to be like the over the top campy aesthetically, but mm -hmm. my personality would be a mixture of Jinx Monsoon and Bob the Drag Queen. 100%. Love this Love that. combination Love that for you, up. Nick. That would be my mashup for sure. Aggie. Okay, so I don't know who would be my drag mom, to be perfectly honest. Um, Nick and I have tried to play, we've played this game before. Like, 
who is Aggie most like? I think we landed on Miss Cracker. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But she's also the daughter of Bob the Drag Queen, who is my favorite drag queen of all time. So, like, I feel like I want to just be in that family, regardless mm -hmm. of if it makes sense or not. I yeah. want to be in that family. I, like um, that. I think I'm pretty funny. I think I could hold my own with them. Maggie, I, think I, think I, you're, I think you're so funny. Yeah. Stop. I'm, I'm saying that earnestly. I don't, I don't say I don't. I think I'm pretty funny. Own it, girl. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm funny. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I feel like that family is just like camp. And so it yeah. makes sense. You know, it's like they, Bob and Miss Cracker, they just are high comedy, high camp. They're not like fishy yeah. queens. Like, mm -hmm. no, like I could not be Blair St. Clair's daughter. As much as I think she's the most beautiful queen, <laughs> it, I, it's not for me. Right. It's not only like four seasons of Drag I've seen Race. many more since I have lived with Nick. I've seen many more since I've lived with Nick. I love Bob the Drag Queen. I love I love Shea Coulee. I thought Oh so good. Yes. So good. Iconic. Like iconic. Um I Nick made me watch like the reason Shea Coulee is the way she is, like from her original season, and I fully cried. I was like, this is heartbreaking. I'm so sad right now. Yeah. Um so, Nick has been re-watching old seasons. So, yeah, I'm so what old happy. seasons, what seasons have you not seen? Me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I have seen. Aggie has seen seasons. I showed her eight All-Stars 2. Because the best season of rally TV of all time all is All-Stars 2. It is incredible. Like, uh, any, sh any show. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Then, keep going. And then we watched 12 and All-Stars 5. In, in real time because she was quarantining with my family and I forced right. my family to watch them in real time too. Yeah. I was like, this is my moment. I need the big TV. I think also Nick watched, <laughs> yeah, we took over the living oh, room yeah. and Nick, okay, spilling secrets about Nick. Nick doesn't <laughs> like to talk while he watches TV. Oh. And to be clear, we, we watch TV. things together. <laughs> yeah, I talk while I watch TV. It's like problematic. Um, and like Nick does not. And it would be drag race time. And I was, he would be like, Aggie, you have to be quiet until commercials. And I was like, I forget that that's a rule here. And so <laughs> drag race, I, it was not good. Like, I talk. It's, it's so bad. I talk yeah. during TV all the time. There's like specific times during, I'm different when it comes to like reality TV and like actual TV. Like reality TV, you can talk a little bit. Like during Drag Race, we can talk during the runway. I don't really care what they're saying. I'm fine to talk and discuss their okay. outfit. Mm -hmm, but like mm -hmm. during workroom conversations, you need to be quiet because there's drama happening. And Cause you I'm like, you have to hear whose dad died. <laughs> yeah, I need to know their backstory. I need to know Roxy Andrews' mom left her at a bus stop. Yeah. I need know that <laughs> whereas i'm like oh my god she looks so pretty like let's talk about that and it's like shh and i'm like okay okay but i did also you i think we're watching all stars four when we like first lived together mm -hmm. so i have seen most of all stars four yeah i feel like i've seen a few seasons here and there i also am just like i watched all stars two with nick and i'm fully obsessed with Alyssa edwards like fully oh, obsessed. yeah she it's is and i also love shangela i haven't seen her I've seen part of her all-star season, I feel like with you. Yeah. Um, but she, Nick and I have been watching We're Here on HBO Max. Oh, good. Oh, my God. So, Amazing. I mean, Nick and I cry every episode. It's like, I can't watch all six of them at one time. Like, I was like, Nick, we have to switch to something else. I'm like, fully emotional at 9.30 p.m. on a Tuesday. Right. Um, but I love Shangela from that. So I feel like we'll probably go and catch up and fill yeah. me in on the Shangela oh, journey. Yeah at some it's point such a good it's interesting because of the evolution of the whole show like it's fun to start from the beginning 
And since there's like, it's easier to catch up than Survivor and the challenge, there's not 40 seasons yet. So, (laughs) yeah. What's so great about Drag Race 2 is like, it has evolved so much from season one to now we're in season 12. Like, season one didn't even have Snatch Game. And like, it's so weird to imagine Drag Race without Snatch Game because it's such a big part. It's iconic. And like, they didn't have a reading challenge. And it's like, was season one it was uh, I, yeah. American Sex Top Model but for it really it really yeah. is um, there's a hair on this microphone that keeps tickling me in the <laughs> it's probably your hair know. it's black it's who would it be dresses? no I mean maybe I got it um <laughs> great well drag race love it yeah I, I one more thing on drag race I think let's all just say like our favorite two seasons so my favorite two are um all stars two with the best cast ever and then um we uh season five i would say season five and all stars two aggie season five go back and watch it it's great i think it's I'm on nick's so. list he's like you have to watch season yeah. five those we Kicks didn't with... talk about this before but those are mine as well oh are you serious yes, i said best season is five and all stars two. Uh, oh my god that's amazing that's so cute i'm living that's so cute. I'm living. Like, Detox for me is <laughs> detox. Well, can we take a moment? All Stars 2 is season five too. Yes, That's yes, yes, <laughs> because oh, yeah, for half, sure. Half of the cast of All Stars 2 is from season five. For sure. Because they were like, let's bring back Alaska Talks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good television, so we'll just do it again. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but Nick, go ahead. Um, my favorite seasons are probably season four. And mostly because I love Willem. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so funny. That's Willem. an iconic runway when she, um, spoiler alert, leaves. <laughs> her, her elimination, we'll call it, what is iconic. And her and Alaska have a podcast where they review every episode of Drag Race. And Willem talks about her season. And she was like, to be clear, I was orchestrating everything. She's like, if I wasn't going to get eliminated that episode, I was going to punch someone in the face so they would have to forcibly remove me from the show. She was also like high the whole time. I oh, think she talks about, about that like, on Race Chaser as well. So I don't want to, um, you know, slander Willem's name too much because I want her to come on because she's a friend of a friend, actually. <gasps> I would die. Willem, <laughs> but Willem would eat it if we slandered her name on here and then played it for her. She'd be like, yes, I'm going to oh, read you. <laughs> Willem is the reason why I started to watch Drag Race because as like a closeted kid in high school, I didn't come out until my freshman year of college. I would secretly watch gay things on YouTube. And one of the gay things I would watch would be- <laughs> Aggie, I can't, Aggie. For the, the listener going, at home, Aggie just raises fun. her fist. Yeah. In the you got it, baby, you do <laughs> you. An ally. Has it power. <laughs> An ally. He wasn't ready yet, guys, he wasn't ready. <laughs> but I would like secretly watch with like headphones, like her drag queen music videos, and she would have like the beat down come out. And so she was like my first introduction into not drag like not just drag race but like drag queens in general and so she always has a special place in my heart and that's why i love season four so much but then also season eight too just because bob the drag queen is my favorite winner of all time if they ever do an all winner season bob the drag queen would be the ultimate champion yeah she will win 100 percent. so we were saying um we we were upstate this weekend watching season five again mm-hmm. actually and that's not why we went upstate but we that's were like, doing that when we were there and, yeah, we, we got an airbnb because we were like we got to go watch season five in a peaceful no but we were we were talking about drag race and uh we were talking about who we thought would 
eventually RuPaul, I think, will probably pass the show off to someone. Mm-hmm. And what I was saying is I think that either Bianca or Bob would be, or Bianca, Bob, or Alaska, I think would be great fits to be a new host so of the show. Fun. It would be I so think, fun. I think Alaska would take over the show simply because, like, if you, like, ever listen to interviews of, like, Bob and Bianca, they, like, talk, they don't talk badly about the show, but they, like, recognize its faults. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Alaska is always gung-ho of, like, Drag Race is the greatest thing to ever have on a television. There's no problems with it. Mm-hmm. We love everything. She's like, I love every aspect of it. And so I feel like Alaska's would take over the title of the show. But if there was an all-winner season, Bob would destroy the competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. I mean, her entrance entrance look is one of the most like iconic moments of drag <laughs> for the <laughs> listener who does not know bob's entrance into her season i i don't know i mean i guess like i'll say it because <laughs> yeah, there I'm you go. Female. so she comes in in is it a Le- it's a leo it's a leo that says u n t on it and then the arm one of the so it's a black leo with the and her right writing, arm the writing is u n t and her right arm is in white letters so she makes the c for cunt happen like i love that they're just like we can full it like yes spell that word out we don't care on national television (laughs) well let's not forget that the whole acronym for the show is charisma uniqueness nerve and talent i mean they're just they were pulling no punches i also i watched so my favorite seasons are probably i loved eight and i also really liked 12 Again, I haven't seen all of them, but I really liked 12. I, I like 12 a lot too. I agree with you. Um, I really liked the top three. Um, I know the finale was in quarantine, but I will never enjoy anything more than, um, oh my God, what's her name? Crystal. Crystal Methods video of Fly Like a Bird or I'm Like a Bird. So funny. Iconic. Also, Gigi Goods doing um, the like Wham song was also incredible, but- there's Crystal? some drama with that, though. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah there we'll is drama. No, we can talk about it right now. Um, <laughs> the I drama is I... the drama is the Gigi Good. For those that don't know about the drama, so so for this most current season of of Drag Race, um, they had the finale because it was COVID. They had to film it at home. Shout out first of all, shout out to all the queens of season twelve because they did not get like the performance opportunities that and the money that a lot of these queens get when they go on the show. They put a lot of money up for their outfits and didn't get any money back in return because they never got to tour because of COVID. Yeah, it, it sucks for them. I'm going to say in on the other side of that, I think that this was the most creative I've ever seen queens be. And I think that there was, it was as a person who likes that kind of competition and projects and doing something creative to make something just very cool it was so cool to see what these girls did and whether it was like Jada just being like herself and drag and doing a show or Gigi just doing like a full fucking production like it was cool to see their personalities because we wouldn't have gotten that level of like intimacy quote-unquote about their drag that we would have if it was like on regular television right so they had to film so what Kix is talking about is they had to film their finale performance at home and they got to pick a song, create everything. There was drama though with Gigi Good because she like rented out, they were supposed to film it from their home and Gigi rented out like a performance space and like hired people to like set all this stuff up and they were like, they almost disqualified her from the finale. Yeah. Oh my God, I, I didn't mean, know I, that. I think the way, I was all gung-ho. I was like, Gigi's going to win. It makes sense. She did the best this season. 
it is what it is. But I think the way she acted in the reunion and with that like little stint she pulled trying to film her thing more like professionally, I think that's why she lost. Cause like, if you also watch her in the reunion, RuPaul asks her and was like, how do you feel if like one of the other girls wins? And she's like, well, I just would think it's unfair because I deserve to win. And I'm like, you do not say that in a reunion. And I think that, that's awkward. I agree with you because I was team GG from the get-go. I usually don't like the like super thin model, fishy quote unquote queens. Like I tend to like the girls with more personality, but she, for me, had it both. Like she was like funny and beautiful and like had great outfits. But Jada had the most like come up, performance like she you could see it like her just grow through the whole show and it was just I just from the literally the episode before the last episode I was like oh my god I'm changing my mind I want Jada to win oh I was Jada from top to bottom I literally when I saw the promos I was like this queen is the one I just thought she was excellence the whole time I, I was team Jackie Cox so that's for you though you like Miss Cracker it's like a similar yeah. vibe of She's character and I also when she does firework in her hijab i was rolling the, so she has the funniest lip sync moments i've ever seen when she like rises from the grave i <laughs> lost it. and then she looked so beautiful yeah. when she gets eliminated in her beautiful dress by mondo guerra i was like you look mondo. i love mondo okay i could talk about project runway for hours but like, like so the final one i want to hit because I feel like we're running a little long, so I just want to do one more show. Project Runway is... I love Project Runway, but we're not going to go there here. Um, but... Kix so also doesn't watch Project Runway like I do, I mean, and I, I have a feeling Nick does not watch Project Runway. I, like I, I haven't watched... It's on my list. I Tom, we can have an offline conversation. Yes, so I want to wrap up on Top Chef, because I had this written down before you said your answer about it, but I... My, my entry to Bravo was Top Chef and Project Runway. Yeah, same. My favorite seasons, like you said earlier, all of like the earlier ones, but my kind of my I think the definitive best season is two of two of them, I guess I should say. I think the first All Star season was really great. I love Tiffany a lot. She's from Dallas, Mm -hmm. and we're from Dallas. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you all all know that, but um, so I love her. And then um, the Brian uh, Voltaggio, his brother. What's his brother's name again? Michael. Oh my Michael. God, Tom, our two favorite seasons are the same. Yes. I, I so hate Brian, them. Yeah, so for the person who, so for someone who's not watched Brian and Michael's season, what happens is they bring on these two twins. You can't even write it. Like, so there's the, there's, no, they're not twins. They're brothers, excuse me. I think they're brothers, but they're close in age, yes. like maybe two years apart. So Michael is this like tattooed, like doesn't really give a shit about cooking brother, but like happens to be, he's like that kid in school that's just like never studies for the test, but like gets A's on everything. And you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And then his brother, Brian is the opposite. He like has studied food all of his life. It's like his dream. It's everything. It's like very fancy, like high, high level, high class cooking, perfectly touched in every way. Right. And then, so they're both on the season together and spoiler alert, uh, Michael wins. Yeah, and Ugh. it is just the most. It's such a great season, but and heartbreaking, heartbreaking. but like <laughs> exciting. And I th- believe that's season eight. It's season six. Six. It's okay. Six Vegas, and then season eight is All Stars. Oh my god! There we go. Mm-hmm. Se- six and eight. There we go. They're literally. I kid you not, Tom. I have watched those seasons probably ten times each. 
I, there is not a bad, actually the only episode in all stars that I get stressed about, even though, cause Richard's my ride or die. Yeah. Like, Richard's amazing. Ride or die, Richard blaze forever and always. And I love him. And when I first watched all stars, I didn't have Bravo. I had to buy the season, like the season pass on iTunes yeah. and download on my computer, you know, I used to do that. Yeah. Day. Remember those times I'm old. Um, and so <laughs> they were, I would watch the episode and there's one episode where Richard's in the bottom. And I was like, if Richard goes home, I'm going to riot. Like I'm going to riot in the street. He must win all stars. Cause he should have won season four. There was, yeah. he like, choked. He literally chokes in season four. And so when he came back for all stars, I was like, if he doesn't win, I'm rioting, I'm rioting. There's no reason this man should not win this show. And so the one episode where he's in the bottom, I'm like hyperventilating. I'm like, oh my God, what if Richard goes home right now? Like all of it's for naught. Like it's halfway through the season. Like what's going on? Spoiler alert. He gets his due. He wins. He wins. (laughs) Wait, Aggie, are you ready for some news though? No. Yes. He's filming the new season. Like he's in the new season in some role. I think so. I think he's like. Melissa. So Melissa who. No, yes, they're posting on it. They've been very open mm-hmm. about it on Instagram. Yeah. So Melissa just won All Stars. She's also my. Oh uh, yeah, so they did a second All Stars season that just happened. Yeah. Melissa, I do love Melissa. Melissa. My queen, my prince, my princess. I would leave her. <laughs> I would leave. Leave. My, I would leave my partner Jared for her. I love her more than anything in the whole wide world. Yeah, I she's hot. She's also so good at cooking. Yeah, no, I get I it. Love, I get the whole appeal. I love so funny to talk about Top Chef because you act like you've eaten their food. Yes. Like, I'm like you're like, I know it was better. And I'm like, I've tasted none of it. Oh, like, I, I, I don't really did have, I went to a Top Chefers. Yeah, don't say their name. <laughs> restaurant and it was B-A-D, bad, 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 bad. Well, we'll, we'll tell you offline who it was. I need to know who it was. Yeah. Awesome. Really, really bad. Yeah. Um, anyway. No, but no, but there's a, they're doing, I think they're doing like, all stars ver- like like old school versus newbie not old school but like like all stars versus newbies again this year. I think that some of them are also judging and hosting. Not hosting, I guess, because Patton was the host. But Melissa, my wife, has been posting about it a lot, and she, I think she's a judge on it. Really? I yeah. think they might be compete. I don't know. There's another one. I forget her name. She won her second time around. Um, a couple seasons ago, she's on it too. She's good friends with Kristen. Oh, I love Kristen too. Ugh. That's one of my favorite seasons too. That's right. ten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 10. So, so Kristen is she? It was their first time they did Last Chance Kitchen. So they'll send they'll send people home every week, and then there's a second competition that parallels with the current competition for those once again that don't know Top Chef. And so what happens is Kristen went home pretty early, and she kept defeating the people that went home, and so mm-hmm. she gets to go back to the finale. Like she won, like I think like six or seven top sh- like last chance kitchens and mm-hmm. then goes to the finale and then won her season she's amazing Spoiler alert. yeah <laughs> I, she pulled the natalie in winners at war but actually yes. yes. i haven't really watched top chef i've watched like, like bits of pieces of seasons that aggie has just watched and i've just like walked in much on. to my chagrin i've tried i know <laughs> your chagrin because <laughs> um, i have watched drag race I have watched seasons of Drag Race. Yes, okay. Yeah, so, Nick, you watch. You need to watch six and eight. I want to watch. You need them. to watch I, six and eight for sure. I I will say the only chef that I know and like is am obsessed with is Carla. Yes, because, of course. How did we not mention her yet? I wrote her down. I wrote her down because I wanted to speak on Carla because she is the 
one of the best things to come out of Top Chef. Also, She's her everything. joy, her success. Oh, she also does, she I just does all those random Food Network competition. Everyone. And those are my favorite cooking shows. Like, I've been re-watching old season of, like, Halloween Baking Championship. That's all on Hulu. She's filming one right and, now. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, filming those. And, like, that's just her. And I'm like, this is, I, like, I love you. I don't know you from Top Chef, but I just, I know you were there, and I'm so obsessed happy with for her. I took so an Amtrak with her one time. I Yeah, I've also yeah. seen her in paper presentation in New York City. She is so fucking tall. She's huge. <laughs> she's so I, tall. Six feet, she's like five eleven. I think she's. I know. I think she might be like six something. Like she's tall, tall, tall. tall, tall. She also, just seems like she's just as nice off screen as she is on screen. Like I feel like if I went up to her on the street, she's like, "I'm such a big fan." She'd be like, "Oh my god, thank you so much. Let's take a picture." Like, and she'd yell "Hootie Who" at you, and it would yeah. just be the best. I just together. feel like she would be love her. Love her. Well, her parents really like her too. I remember we watched that season as a family. Yeah, my, they, my parents loved her. She's great. Well, that sort of wraps up our like um, kind of competition recap of this week's episode. We have one more quick little segment. Um, we're going to take one more break, and uh, we'll be back here in one second. Bye. Okay, and we are back with our final segment here at Dumpster Dive. We've had such a good time talking to both Nick and Aggie. They are half of the four hosts of Escaping Reality, a reality competition uh, podcast. You can find that on Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, Aggie and Nick, we like to wrap up every episode on just a fun little banter about whether we think each other would be good on reality TV. So um, I'm going to let y'all do... So we will say what we think about y'all. And then okay. I want, I say that, I say that that way. And it sounds so mean, but I just mean like, we'll, we'll get our input. Yeah, yeah. We'll judge us a little bit. And then, and then I actually want y'all to judge each other a little bit and then judge yes. the two of us. Yes. Okay. Just to surprise you. Cause I don't think you saw that coming. <laughs> if we're good for reality competition. Any, anything any you want, anything you want. Yeah. Um, it can be from next to survivor to nailed it. To, to real housewives. housewives. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, so I I I know exactly where I'm at with you two, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put you two together because I want you to be on not like a blood versus water because obviously like you aren't related, but I want you on like a like a duo beginning of a reality show. So like mm-hmm. be that survivor or the challenge where you guys start together and then have to like fight and then Amazing maybe race. maybe you end up turning on each other. Ooh. <laughs> they they are roommates, so I don't want to yeah. like go too hard on them. I was but like, say amazing race. <laughs> I see that for y'all. We've talked about We've applying thought about because I was like, we would work out well together because I would be like the shady, dramatic one, and Aggie would be like the smart analytical one. <laughs> so we would be a good team because I would do all the mean stuff and she would do all the smart stuff, and we would just divide and conquer. Also, I just want to travel on someone else's dime. Yeah, so amazing race. Yeah. I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Yeah, so that's my read on you. I, yeah, I think that you would be great on one of those competition shows, but I think, I think the two of you together is a plus. So I like, I really want you to mm-hmm. go in on something together. Maybe it's like a Big Brother thing where you have to pretend you don't know each other. Yeah, so there was a season of Big Brother where <laughs> they pair. Everyone had it was either a best friend, a relative, like 
And so they went into the house and they all had to pretend that they didn't, that their, that their relative was, or their best friend was not in the house. Oh. So then what happens no one knew is- the premise either. Yeah. yeah. So what's, what happened? Yeah. Because so a lot of them thought that it was like, oh, it's just me and my friend. Like they thought that oh. they, like a lot of them were like, oh, we're the only ones that know each other. Like we have the advantage. And so slowly as the season goes, they, everyone starts to realize that, oh my God, like everyone here is related. Oh my God. That's crazy yeah it was a cool it was a cool twist they should do that on survivor yeah i think so too yeah Yeah, no i actually think that blood versus water is such a good season of survivor because they bring you in with someone and then immediately split you from them yeah then you can have them back and you're like oh my god what's happening (laughs) great season of survivor okay okay so yeah i want you guys to read each other and then i want you to read us and by read i that sounds mean i just like i just mean like Go yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Give Go give off. your give your opinion. AWF off. Yeah, AWF off. I okay, so I just got this with Aggie. <laughs> I just Aggie, I just feel like would be too aware that she's on reality TV at all times. Like the producer would be like, Aggie, you need to stop looking into the camera. And she'd be like, I'm not, while full on <laughs> staring into the camera still. I can absolutely <laughs> see that. I'm not looking into the camera. Hello, ma. Like, I'm not staring into the camera. Nick, yeah. I, I have to say, because during the whole podcast recording for everyone, we're on Zoom, obviously, because we're not in person. And when Nick is like talking, like Aggie's like in the background doing a like, full like character work. She's like, yes. she's like, has like hand yeah. signals. She's like, and I'm seeing that as something yes. she like, if there's a scene happening and Aggie's in the background, she's like, no, that's not true. Yes, that's true. No. Uh, oh, yeah, I keep the background spilling the tea with my eyes. Like the Wendy Williams, like, um, audience. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, like Jim from The Office, but, like, on reality TV rather than on a scripted television show. I think that would be the issue, too, is, like, if we ever put Aggie on Survivor, like, I would, <laughs> if me and Aggie ever went on Survivor, like, yes, I would want to be in an alliance with her. But at the same time, no, because we wouldn't be able to blindside people because Maggie's <laughs> facial expressions would give it away every time. Um, okay. But here's <laughs> the thing about that. All of Survivor, every time they're like, want someone to play an idol, they all look at the person like, do you have an idol? And it's like, okay, well, you've just blown up your own spot. Just look at Jeff. Anyway. I have a theory about that, though, actually. I have a theory that they put, they clip packet, they do a clip packet of, them, of them looking at each other talking. Like, There's like, one season in the early seasons where they definitely like all look at him yeah. and then he plays his idol and he wasn't going to. And yeah. it's like, you idiots. <laughs> um, that's like an early, early season. Okay. <sighs> I feel like, okay, Nick's tough because Nick <laughs> is so funny and so outlandish in so many ways that he would be so good for reality TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think the producers would know what they had bargained for <laughs> when they get Nick. Because, like, he'd show up to the, like, interview and he'd be, like, funny enough to be, like, oh, yeah, he would be good. He'd, like, stir up some drama, but he's not going to be crazy. And then he's going to get in the house and literally, like, throw shit. Like, he would be the kids on the challenge who, like, drank four margaritas and then decide to, like, throw someone in the pool. Like, no. you No. No. While it's funny, also, like, he he wouldn't get kicked out because he's not, like, aggressive enough to actually hurt someone. So he would never get actually kicked out, but TJ would have to come into the house and be like, You need to calm down. Nick, it's me, TJ, the boring motocross man. Dead eyes. Please calm down. I'm getting rid of you. I've like made this statement that like, I want to go on Survivor not to win, but just to be a fan favorite and just to be America's favorite person. I like walk, I'd be like, 
what up, Survivor? Let's get sickening! And, like, death drop in the stands. Sure, just, I like, I'm here to slay. And just and like, you could keep coming back. Like, you would get to come back for yeah, more yeah, seasons. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I would just want to go on Survivor to be a part of the Survivor family. Same. And, like, not really win. That would just be my goal. To just yeah. be memorable enough TV to get welcomed back for, like, five seasons. I think Nick would be just, like, one of those people who comes in to, like, fuck shit up more than he does to, like, actually win whatever game he's playing. Yeah. I don't know what, sure. se- what show I'd put him on. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, just a reality competition show. I mean. Yeah. Any. I think he could be on any. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But MTV, I think, is where he would thrive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he could be on, like. CBS. C- CBS. <laughs> like, he could, prob- he could probably go on Survivor, but, like. He needs like a more niche network that's going to kind of let him be, do whatever he wants. He can have margaritas is what you're getting at. Yeah, he wants to get, (laughs) okay, that is the problem, by the way, with Total Madness. There's no alcohol and it's just way less fun. Oh, they don't drink on it? They They only drink drink. at the bar. Like it's not in their home. They only drink when they like go out one night. And you're like, this is not fun. Speaking of going on tangents, we have gone Oh, sorry, I've gone so (laughs) Okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm here for it. So, um... Let's, uh, yeah, what's, what do you think about uh, Kix and I? Both of y'all. I think, Tom, I think you would be great as, like, have you ever watched Tiffany Pollard's, like, Brunch with Tiffany? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the kind of reality show you would be good on. Just, like, a sit down, let's gossip and talk oh, shit. I like that. I like that. You're, yeah. so, yeah. you're just pitching me for my, I'm having my own show. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, everybody hire Tom. He would be great. There you go. Thank you. We're going to move the podcast to, like, on air time. Yeah, I, I kind mm-hmm. of just, we're, you're actually on that right now. Yeah, just your ears And then Kix, I feel like you would do good in a competition series, especially, like, Big Brother or Survivor, because I think you're kind of low-key, and you can, like, sneak past people, mm-hmm. but at the same time be playing such a strong social game that, like, you would win and dominate, but they would never expect you to dominate them. That's very, very kind. I feel like, <laughs> I was going to say Tom, I think, would have the same energy on Survivor. Also, I listened when you and Aaron talked about this, and he was like, mm-hmm. He was like, I can't see you on Survivor. And I'm like, I, no, actually, I, I be good at it. Fan. I totally see you on Survivor. I think, though, the part of it, when you're a Survivor fan, you sometimes forget that they are outdoors. <laughs> like you know what I mean like all the time little do you know this is a green screen we are recording in a jungle right now you know what I mean outside the <laughs> yeah. that's just that's a sound machine honey it's a sound machine honey we're just trying to create the vibe that it's New York City we're really in the woods we're practicing for our debut on CBS Jeff Probst like come find me um but I think I think you would be good on Survivor, Tom. I think in the same way that, like, Todd and some of the other, like, <laughs> gays that do well, that's my t- – they're good at it because they understand how to, like, listen to people, get them to trust them, like – because we're shady bitches. And it's- get the camera so on So here's my one thing, and I don't, I don't think the two of you know this about me, but I cannot keep a secret. Oh. Tom. So maybe not. Like, really bad at it. So uh, the thing is, like, maybe that would make good TV. Be like, Tom, Tom told me that you had an immunity idol. And they're like, and then I'm like, and then there's like a clip of me just staring at the camera, just like, uh. <laughs> oh, Can you imagine? Can you, like, you would just all the cutaways to Tom would be like, I shouldn't have said yeah. that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, I did tell them that. <laughs> but also, that could work in your favor. It's again, it's like The Office. Why am I making so many comparisons to The Office? But when Michael tells a secret and then he tells, 
so many other secrets so that like we kind of hope that one of them's like there's <laughs> many secrets, but you don't know which one's true that could work in your favor yeah thank you thanks for the support <laughs> you just have to start making them up and telling everyone nonsense so they'd be like yeah. you can't trust tom we can't even tell him who we're voting for until we go to the <laughs> no honestly you probably couldn't <laughs> um, that Jeff <laughs> yeah cast me um no but what a great episode we had y'all i'm so happy that you so did this fun. with us and once again nick and aggie have a podcast with both their friends stacy and anna it is called escaping reality they're currently covering the they're currently covering survivor uh, they're working through all 40 seasons and uh, each episode is uh, a season so you can get caught up real quick and those yeah. episodes are on Mondays and Thursdays. So check that out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, I'm going to put Nick and Aggie's Instagram handles in the details on the bio of the details of the uh, episode. Please check them out. The pod is great. I caught up today on both their episodes that they have out. Once again, those are out on Mondays and Thursdays. And uh, that kind of brings us to the end. Um, we wrap up every pod on a little phrase. I'll and say I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They go low, and honey, we go where kicks lower. Okay, bye, guys.